Do you ever find yourself mindlessly reaching for a snack when you're stressed or bored? Do you struggle to resist sugary treats even when you know they're not good for you? If so, you are not alone. In this episode, I'm going to explore five simple strategies that you can use that will help you to start reducing sugar cravings. So I've done a couple of previous episodes where I have coached clients on the podcast, and I'll link to those below because some of these strategies I mentioned in those episodes, and then you'll be able to see how it comes out when actually implementing them and working with someone. Hi, friends, and welcome to the Healthy Beyond 40 show. I'm Michelle, Mama Four, a military wife. I have my doctorate in physical therapy, and I'm an online personal trainer, health coach, and yoga teacher. Do you wish that you had more energy and could get into shape? Do you feel like you're struggling to lose weight? Maybe you've tried a diet before, but it just wasn't sustainable, and now you don't know how to get started. We're going to look at health holistically here, and most importantly, keep things simple and quick. If you're ready to develop healthier habits, exercise consistently, and lose weight sustainably without long workouts or following strict diets, then you're in the right place. In this podcast, I bring together my expertise with real-life strategies. No magic pill here, so lace up those shoes and get moving. I'm so excited for this episode today because sugar cravings and cravings in general are so common. And the thing that trips people up is then when they have that sugar craving and they eat, it leads to feelings of guilt and shame after indulging and it leads you on this spiral. So I'm going to give you five tips today. And the first one is a five minute pause. So this is pretty simple. This helps us to create the gap of us taking action and eating whatever it is we want to eat and creating that pause. So all you have to do is the next time you have a craving and you really want something is first you have to notice that. And then you're going to put a timer on for five minutes and just take a five minute pause. And you can choose to do whatever you want in this five minute pause. It's going to be most helpful if you find something that calms you. Something like deep breathing, taking a walk, sometimes just getting movement in or going into a different space can help. And when you start with this five-minute pause, you're not going to worry about not eating the sugar or whatever it is you're craving. You're just going to create the habit of pausing. And eventually you'll get to that point. And you might naturally get to that point right away. It's going to be a little bit different for everybody. But I want you to just start with pausing. Five minutes from when that craving happens and you want to grab something to eat till then in five minutes, you can make a decision. Do I really want to eat this or not? And be okay with whatever you choose at first. Because eventually as you start creating this pause and you start adding other things to it and looking at things differently, you're going to be able to choose more intentionally with what you want to do. You're going to be able to choose with something that aligns with your goals. So give this a try and start with that five-minute pause. I do this with a lot of my clients, and I recently just had a client that I did this with. And even just this first step, it helped her feel more in control because a lot of times when we're around food and we're having cravings is we feel out of control. So taking this pause is going to help you to feel more control over your cravings and make healthier food choices. All right, so tip number two is noticing what your triggers are because there is something 
that is happening before this craving that is causing it. So we have to figure out what that trigger is. So I'm going to give you some examples. It could be stress, exhaustion, frustration, boredom, and it could go on here. So I want you to pause. You can even pause this podcast and just take a deep breath, nice slow exhale, and just think of the last time that you had a craving, a pretty typical craving. And think about what was happening right before that craving. Was it stress, exhaustion, frustration? And that is going to be one of your triggers. So you can have multiple triggers. So you might want to think of different situations when you get cravings and think of what that trigger is right before. Because a lot of people don't have any awareness on this. And this is part of what I do in my wellness breakthrough program, where I help clients to figure out their triggers. Because a lot of people just have that craving they just eat and we're not really thinking about it. Or we might be thinking of, oh yes, I'm stressed and I'm eating. But we're not getting more specific. So when we can start to get more specific and really understand it, then we're able to step forward with more knowledge and really help take care of what that trigger is and work through that trigger. Because the sugar or the craving is really just the symptom of the trigger. And once you're getting an idea of what the trigger is, that's going to lead to tip number three and finding an alternative way of dealing with that emotion. So typically with the trigger, there is a type of emotion. And once you can start figuring out how to deal with that emotion, then you're going to have some other way to deal with it instead of grabbing sugar because that sugar helps to calm us because it gives us a dopamine rush. It makes us feel good. So that's our body's easy way to deal with that emotion. And we typically tend to think that emotions are bad and we need to sort of stuff it. We need to not deal with it. We're too busy. But when we can start to create some space to deal with our emotions, it's going to lessen our cravings. And when it pops up, we're going to have different ways to deal with those emotions instead of trying to cover it with sugar. So here are some options that you can think about. Again, everyone's different. So you might also have to try something and then maybe try something else and find out what works for you. So deep breathing is by far one of my favorite ways to calm because when we take a deep belly breath, and that means we're actually letting our belly expand and then contract on the exhale, That helps us to calm our nervous system. So there's a nerve that runs behind our diaphragm. So when we're taking that deep belly breath, we're using our diaphragm and it can help to calm our body. So just imagine if you are really anxious, you're probably breathing really fast. So deep breathing is the opposite of that. We're slowing it down and reversing anxiety. You can also do journaling, talking with a friend, texting a friend going for a walk, having time to pray and talk to God and work things out with him and release your feelings and your control of situations to him. So another thing to do is we want a way to deal with emotions in the moment, but we also want to be preemptive and making sure that we're doing things that lead to us feeling less stress, exhaustion, frustration. And that comes into finding some things of self-care 
that are really restorative for you. And that is different, again, for everyone. We're not going to find the same things refreshing. One of the things that I have been doing lately is in the morning going out to my front porch and I will take my breakfast. I've been drinking my Organifi green juice in the morning and I go and sit out there and it's a way for me to one, be outside, which is restorative and slow down. And I just feel so good when I'm sitting outside and slowing down. And that's when I have a busy day ahead and know that I could be doing something more productive right at that moment but I'm choosing not to. I'm listening to the wind. I'm looking around. I'm seeing the different colors. I'm being in the present moment. And it's really calming to me. I just wanted to break here and tell you guys about my favorite green juice. So I have been loving Organifi's green juice. It is a superfood that I like to either add right into my smoothie or I mix half the green juice and half their red juice in water. Sometimes I add protein powder in there. My collagen protein mixes perfectly and it's a great way if I'm not having protein with my breakfast. And I have noticed a total change in my energy levels, especially with using the green juice. I can't tolerate caffeine, so this is a nice way to balance my energy levels, bring my energy up, but not in an overstimulating way. In the Organifi green juice, they have adaptogen herbs, and one of my favorite is ashwagandha, and this really helps your body with the physical and mental stress and gives you energy in a way that feels good. So if you guys are interested, there's a link down below, and you can also use the code HEALTHY20 to save 20% off a single order or 35% off a subscription, and they have a money-back guarantee, so there's no worries if you don't like it or it doesn't work out for you. So I hope that you guys check that out, and we'll head right back to our show. And the fourth tip here goes a little deeper, but I still wanted to share it with you guys. This is something that I do when I am coaching my clients as part of my wellness breakthrough program is once we've gone through some of these other things, I like to help them figure out when did this start? So this way of coping with whatever is happening, when did it start that you started going to food for that? And sometimes when we can start to dig back in the past and see where it started, We can have more compassion and empathy for ourselves. We can have a better understanding of why we do this. And then that can help us to realize that we're not living in the past anymore. Most of us have other coping mechanisms to use. We have grown and learned so much that this sort of way that's just habitual in us isn't really needed anymore. So again, this is a little more deeper Um, It's something I love to do when I'm coaching clients, but you could try doing this um, through journaling, through talking, through someone. And if you're confused by all these steps or just feeling overwhelmed and not really sure where you need to start, I encourage you to set up a free health coaching call with me and we'll just do a health checkup and see where you are, figure out your struggles, figure out your goals and what that next step needs to be, whether you work with me or not. So there's going to be down below in the notes, a link for this. So if you are feeling overwhelmed, just set up a call with me and we can talk this through. All right. Tip number five is believing in yourself. So a lot of times when we have these sugar cravings and different cravings for food, they feel really strong and they feel in control of us. And if all we believe is that is what we do when we have this stress or that trigger, that is what we're going to do. So we have to start to believe in ourselves 
and use our imagination to believe that we can do something else. So we typically use our imagination for really negative things. So we imagine bad things happening that don't even happen. And our brain, when we do that, starts wiring that way. So let's flip this over and use our imagination to start believing in ourselves. So you can do this right now as long as you're not driving is just close your eyes and take a nice deep breath, a really slow exhale. And I want you to see yourself having this craving and choosing something different. And just believing in yourself, having confidence that you don't really have to have that food anymore. You might feel that craving, but see yourself walking away and being okay with that. And just take a nice deep breath to end here if you were doing that. And this is also something I do with my clients and it's a little bit longer, but you can start to do this on your, on yourself. Is just imagining yourself doing something different, believing in yourself, knowing that it's possible. And what happens when we use our imagination and we use it for the good, we start to get those pathways going in our brain so that when situations come up, we have this different pathway that if we start to use, we'll get stronger. So imagination can be a really powerful tool here. All right, so I hope that you guys enjoy this. And just to recap, We had the five-minute pause where we're just creating that gap between making a choice. Number two was noticing what your triggers are. We have to be aware of what is coming before our cravings. Number three is having ways to deal with those emotions and what those triggers are. Tip number four is figuring out when did this start? So this habit, when did that start? What was going on? And how are you different now from when it started? And tip number five is using your imagination to believe in yourself and see that you can do something different. So I hope that these were helpful. And I would love for you guys to head to my Facebook group, Healthy Beyond 40, or you can reach out to me on Instagram And tell me what tip you're going to implement today because I would love to encourage you and feel free in my Facebook group to share it so you can be part of a community where you will feel supported and not judged. Because a lot of times when we judge ourselves and we have shame and guilt, we're not going to move forward in our health. So, all right, hope you guys have a great day.